The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. You're listening to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman on WJMS Radio. Where faith, family, finance, fellowship, and fitness is our focus. So get ready for your family to be launched into another stratosphere. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Thank you for tuning in with us on tonight. We're going to have an awesome time. So call someone, let them know that we're on the air and sit back and enjoy. Any questions that you may have, go ahead and type them in and we'll answer them as we go along. Yes, I'm telling you guys, we're going to have an awesome time on this evening. I know for the last couple of weeks, uh, we've been sharing the broadcast on love languages. And we've gotten so many great responses uh, for that particular broadcast. So many people have been talking about their different love language and their family's love language. Because yes. uh, you find out at the end of the day, hey, that your family has their own separate love language as well. <laughs> Not just the husband and the wife. But the children, they have a love language as well that they like to speak or that they like spoken to them. And so it was just awesome um, that we can share in that capacity. But I thought we kind of do a little switch up on tonight. Tonight is going to be a little different. Um, many of you know or don't know, I recently uh, lost my father. He transitioned uh, last month. back. Well, actually back in August. And so it has just been um, an adjustment period for me. It's been a time of adjustment. Uh, there are so many people that have lost loved ones uh, during this year. And so there are a lot of people making adjustments yes. uh, throughout this world, not just this, this city or state or, or country, but throughout the world, people are making adjustments. And for me, this has been an adjustment and it is an adjustment. Um, I'm talking about someone who has been a a hero, who has been a uh, a superhero in my eyes uh, for much of my life. Uh, not that I didn't see things or there weren't any things that whatever, but just the mere fact that he was he was my father. Uh, it just put him in that position, regardless. And so to have that type of loss in the physical, it, it takes some adjusting too. Uh, I've, I've been, I don't know if you would call it fortunate, but I've been fortunate uh, to have my parents around for a long time, as, as many of you are. And so to be amongst those who have lost one is something that really uh, is where it's taking me a moment to really assess some things. I've really just been uh, taking a lot of quiet time, assessing my life, looking at uh, choices and decisions and uh, things to do and not to do. And so uh, it's just been interesting. <laughs> it's been, but all is well. All is extremely well. I'm excited, man. Life is wonderful. It's beautiful. It's looking better and better every single moment. Every single second, every single minute, hour of the day, it is looking great. And so I am doing well on that end. But it had me thinking, and I'm a thinking man anyway. And so this really had my mind just really going because there are so many things. Hey, Shantae, there are so many things, man, that we inherit from our parents and their parents and their parents' parents that we don't even know and we don't even associate with it coming from them. A lot of times when you look at your life, you think that that's just you. But I, I want to uh, uh, 
kind of open your eyes a little bit on tonight to let you know that this isn't just you. You are the sum product of your mother and your father. And so that's not you. You are the sum product of them. And so there are some things that have been transferred to you, good, bad, uh, indifferent, whatever way you want to look at it, that, that's just not you. But because you are a sum product of them, there are some qualities, whether you like them or not, whether they're good or bad or, or indifferent, they come from them. And so because we always talk, we are a blended family. And of course, this program is in the blender. I like to bring different topics to light because there are some things that people struggle with and you have no idea why you're struggling with these issues. <laughs> you have no idea why there's such a battle. You know, there's some people that come from generations of broken families. They're, 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 not, they're not the first one to be, to be a part of a broken family, but generationally, as you go down the line, it's been a part of that. And so where did that come from? What, what um, things that were passed down to me that I really didn't pay attention to that I'm replicating or duplicating or whatever it may be in my life that has put me in that same position. And then there's those who haven't even had that, but there are other things that put you in a position. And so we're going to talk about that on tonight. And before we do that, there's just a couple uh, definitions that we want to give. And what are those we are? Well, the topic uh, for tonight um, is we're going to be talking about recognize or reckon with. Recognize or reckon with. Okay. Okay. So the definition of recognize is identify someone or something from having encountered them before or to know again. Acknowledge, acknowledge the existence, validity, or legality of things we should be recognizing, personalities, weaknesses, strengths, insecurities. Those are just some of the things. Um, reckon with, definition of that is to take into consideration, to be forced to deal with someone or something and to try to deal with a problem or difficulty. So the first one was recognized, and you said identify someone or something from having encountered them before, know again. And this is important, man, because as you identify your lineage, as you identify your mother, your father, your grandparents, their parents, and so on, you can begin to see that there are <laughs> some traits that you may have that's closely resembling them. I mean, it's like, it's amazing. Uh, I, I think about, I have a cousin and this guy is hilarious. I'm talking about no filter whatsoever. <laughs> and so, but the thing about it is we, we, the both of us, we never grew up with our grandfather on our mother's side. And so I had the opportunity and the pleasure and the just the everything of spending some of his latter years with him. And this guy had no filter. I'm talking about one of the most hilarious men you would ever meet that just did not <laughs> monitor his mouth. <laughs> it was like, dude, did you just really say that? But that was the way he flowed. And so when my when I listen to my cousin and when I see like different posing things that he do, it takes me right back to our grandfather. And I'm like, this dude is just like Ben. <laughs> that was my grandfather's name, Ben. And I'm like, he's just like him. And now he has a mother and father. But when I tell you that his mouth is just like his grandfather's mouth, oh my goodness. <laughs> this boy don't play. Neither did his grandfather. And so again, there are just some things, man, that when you know where they come from, it puts you in a better position for relationships. 
It puts you in a better position to maneuver life because now you know, okay, either I can follow this or I cannot follow this. My pastor made this statement years ago. He said, there are generational curses and then there are generational choices. Mm -hmm. And so we're not going to get too deep in that because that's a whole four or five hour discussion. And I'm just the guy to discuss it with. <laughs> because there's some people that don't believe in generational curses. Well, guess what? They are there. There are some things that, that you, if you look down lineage, you see that there are families that men die early. There are families that, that, that are full of alcoholics, that are full of drug addicts, that are, that are full of all kinds of things, man, that are just destroying lineage. There, there are families that, that men don't live to see 35 years old. Most of them don't even make it out of the teen years. There are families where, where, where they're all kind of women are dealing with all kinds of issues. And so if you think that's not a curse, then you go right ahead. <laughs> you can believe what you want to believe. To the man that believe he is and the man that believe he's not, they both are right. And so I won't argue you on that, but the facts remain the facts. And so that's why we're talking about recognizing. If you begin to recognize some things, you can clearly see a path that was laid out for you that you can either take or not take. You can either take this path or not take this path. It's all up to you. There were some things, in, and I started off talking about, you know, the, the transition of my father, because there were some things that, and you can, and listen, I've shared this all before, so this isn't new information that I'm going to share. But there are some things that I won't share. But what I am going to share, I've already shared it before. There are some things that growing up that I saw that I had to make a decision. Either I was going to go down that path or I was going to decide not to go down that path. But the choice was mine. The choice was mine. We have choice. We, the great thing about life, man, is God has given us free will. Right. <laughs> He's giving us free will. And it amazes me. I'm going to have to put a pen in that real quick. But it amazes me how people blame God for situations that he's given man free will for. You can't do, if you give somebody free will for them, you can't blame that person for it. That's that person's decision. That's their, it's like you're telling your child, oh, you can go ahead and do whatever. Guess what? When they do something that's contrary to what you really want them to do, did you do it or did they do it? No, they did it. You didn't do it. They did it. Why? Because you gave them free will to run and to do whatever it is they wanted to do. So getting back to my point. So my father, man, he um he was hilarious. <laughs> this dude was hilarious. And you know, I'm, you, every time I think about life, songs pop up in my head. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and I was just upstairs and I heard, I, I don't remember, I should have Googled it because I'm a Google guy. And I heard this song, Papa was a rolling stone. <laughs> Wherever he laid his hat was his home. I mean, it just was, and I, I bust out laughing because I said, now I had a choice in life. I could either have been a type of guy that emulated that or I could have been a person that said, you know what, I'm not going to go down that road. And now watch this. Me and him have had great talks about this situation. A great talks about it. I mean, laugh down, slap knee type of conversations about it. Because at the end of the day, the choices he made, those were his choices. Him making those choices didn't keep him or stop him from being my father. He was still my father. Everything that he did that was contrary to my liking or my wanting did not eliminate him from being who he was to me. And that was my father and whom I love dearly. And so that's why I can share this stuff so freely with you guys. Why? Because we've already had these discussions. This isn't something that I share that I didn't have. A, one thing about me, you'll find out, I'm not the type of dude that's going to have a discussion about someone that I didn't have with them. That's not going to happen. And so if I had that discussion, you better cool believe I've already had it with them and they already know I'm going to talk about it. And so, but that's not to belittle him. That's not to, to uh, uh, take away the image of him. 
That's just to share who he was at one point in his life. And he that real clearly at one point in his life. That's not saying his entire life, but at one point in his life, that was him. And so, but I don't know if he inherited that. I don't know if he saw that. I don't know if those traits were passed down. Because we are the sum products of our parents. And I don't know why you think that your thoughts are original. <laughs> your thoughts are not original. You wasn't the first one thought that stupid and crazy thing. You wasn't the first one that thought that wild, unimaginable thing, as some would say. You're not the first one. You're not going to be the last. I guarantee you, if you got children, they're thinking the same things. <laughs> they're having the same thoughts run through their mind at one point or another in their life. And so that's why we're talking about recognize. Because when you recognize these things, it puts you in a position of change. When you don't recognize them, then you have to reckon with them. Now you got to deal with some things because you're trying to figure out why I keep doing this. Why is this keep happening? Well, the reason why this is keep on, keep on happening is because you haven't taken the time to recognize things. You got this. Oh, man, me and my wife, we have this conversation. When we, we're talking about how, how people have this, this, my parents didn't do no wrong type of, of vision about their parents. Guess what? Your parents did do some wrong. Your parents did do some things that, that they weren't proud of. The, the reality of it is you had them on such a, 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 a what's, the, what's the word look for, babe? Such a pedestal that all the wrong they were doing, you just ignored it. <laughs> you act as if it never happened. But guess what? It did happen. And now you're struggling in those same areas in life because you are you better believe it, Shantae. It's a high pedestal. Because you put them on that pedestal, man. And no matter what they do, because they're on the, because they've been on this pedestal, you you don't know the struggles you're dealing with. And why you're struggling with what you're struggling with because you haven't taken the time to recognize and take a look at where you come from. And so, man, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive right into this, man, because. When you realize this, there are so many, listen to this, guys. There are so many things that we haven't heard it from our previous generations. So many. There are so many things. I mean, some of you guys are, I mean, just so bright, so intelligent, so articulate, uh, so loving, so caring. You didn't just pop up and be that person that was passed down see a lot of times when we talk about generational things people they get off because you always hear the bad but let's talk about the good too because there's some people man i'm talking about pleasant their mama was pleasant <laughs> their daddy was pleasant i mean their, their aunties and uncles were pleasant all their cousins pleasant i mean those are those are generational things they're loving, they're caring, they're successful. I'm talking about, watch this. Why do you think there are long lines of doctors and lawyers and police officers and managers and entrepreneurs? Well, I, I shared with my wife years ago. I said, let me tell you something. Hey, what's going on, fam? I, I shared with my wife. I said, you guys, and when I say you guys, I was talking about her and her sisters. I said, you are, are all a product of your mother. Now, their mother was not an entrepreneur. But it was in her. And what was in her was passed down to that next generation. And I'm talking about this, this girl, guys, her and her sisters are doing some things. <laughs> I mean, really. But that came from their mother. They didn't just wake up one morning and say, oh, we're going to be educators. Oh, we're going to be entrepreneurs. We're going to be managers. We're going to be business people. They didn't just wake up one morning and had that decision. That was something that was lying dormant on the inside of them, just waiting to be shaken up. And when that shaking happened, guess what? They all started going in that direction. And I told her years ago, I said, this is what your mother was holding. 
The only difference is she didn't have someone to pull it out of her, but it was passed down to y'all. And so that's that's right, Chief. That spirit was manifested, man. And that's what we gotta understand. It's those are manifestations that's already there. And so something that I realized is this, guys. There are so many things that we haven't heard it from the previous generation. What is it important, baby? To understand this because we are the sum product of both of our parents, whether we like it or not, believe it or don't, care or could care less. <laughs> Say that again. That again. It is important to understand this because we are the sum product of both of our parents, whether we like it or not. Whether we like it. Hold on. First of all, we're the sum product. Sum product. One and one coming together to make one. Mm -hmm. We are that one that they came to make. We are the sum product of that. Go ahead, sweetie. Whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, man. Because I, I share some things. Like it or not, that was still my father. Like it or not, that was still my dude. Like it or not, I could still call him if I needed to talk, and he could still call me if he needed to talk. Like it or not. Go ahead, sweetie. Believe it or don't. Believe it or don't, man. Listen, you, you can fool you. You can try to fool yourself all you want to. But deep down inside, you know the truth. Believe it or not. What else, babe? Care or could care less. Care or could care less. Care or could one care less. One does equal one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We all that one. We are that one, that one coming together, that one coming together made us one. We are that one. Mm -hmm. Even in marriage, the two have become one flesh. We're one. And so when you understand, when you have this understanding, man, it makes things a lot simpler. It makes things a lot easier because now I have some clarity as to what is going on. Mm -hmm. I'm not just out here fending for myself, fending. <laughs> Dang, that's a DC word. I ain't always fending for myself, fending for myself. No, I have an understanding now. And all you're getting, do what? Get understanding. If all you're getting, guess what? In this life, man, we're gonna be constantly getting. So why don't you getting why don't you get an understanding? It's imperative that you get an understanding because there's more to just you. There's more to your life than just you. There are countless numbers of people that are depending on you. That's right, Frankie Beverly. That hey, 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 you know his staple in DC. <laughs> we are one. There's so many people, man, that are depending on you. And they're depending on you to have a successful life. They're depending on you to make it. They're depending on you to thrive and to strive. And, and to live a full and rich life. You won't live that life if you don't understand some things. And then there's some things that regardless how much you understand, there's a peace that comes along. Because the Bible said there's a peace of God that surpasses all understanding. There's a peace, man, that regardless of what you understand, don't understand, won't understand, can't understand, that's going to surpass everything. There's a peace. And so there are times in life where you can identify some things, but there's nothing you can do about it, but you can still have peace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can still have peace. You can still have peace knowing that things are, 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 are all rattled up. But guess what? All It is well. <laughs> it is well with my soul. And so we do what we do, who we are, how we process things, the way we love and don't love, our generosity or the lack thereof, all come down through the generations before us. All that, man. All that come down from the generations before us. You know, I, 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 my, my brother, he's up here, uh, chief, man. And I'm going to tell you something. This dude, I, his spirit is so contagious and so attractive because that's the way his mother was. I re I remember I remember his, his mother ain't play. <laughs> she didn't play, but she was one of the most loving people. 
She was one of those ones. She was one of those mothers that when she spoke, you listen. <laughs> she was one of those mothers that she didn't have to say much. Her presence alone spoke. That's 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 the way Chief is. His presence alone she speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. But guess what? That was inherited. That was passed down. And so when you understand that what we do, who we are, how we process things. <laughs> I had a couple of buddies, man, uh, and one, I'll use two in particular, babe. One of them, Will, his youngest son, everything that he did, everything Will did, his son did. The way he, if he was standing with his hands in his pocket, <laughs> his son would come right beside him and stand with his hands in his pocket. If he folded his arms, he would fold his Everything that he did, he emulated. Mm -hmm. Everything that he did. Then I had a, a, a buddy, Sean. <laughs> this dude, when he talked, he talked with his fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, talk, he always talked with his fingers. He always, like, you'd be ducking on while he's talking to you, like, man, stop pointing at me. But he always talked with his fingers. And guess what? His son, his, his older son, talked with his fingers. The same exact way. I mean, it's like when you see them, it's, it's hilarious. Because guess what? What they do, who they are, how they process things, <laughs> the way they love, the way they don't, their generosity, generosity or lack thereof, it all came down. It all came down. Now, Sean's father wasn't appointed, but his mother was. Right. <laughs> and so you can see generationally how different ones did different things that we took. And so, what's the next point? More is caught than taught. Hold on, say that again. More is caught than taught. 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 Listen, your behaviors, the way you interact with people, the way you maneuver, the way you do things, the, the way you respond to things, those are things that was caught. Mm -hmm. You caught those because most of them weren't good and your parents told them, told you don't do it, <laughs> but you did what they did. Mm -hmm. You did what they did. Most, most do what their parents did. Most do what their parents did. More is caught than taught. Go ahead, sweetie. Do as I say. I'm sorry. Growing up, we would hear saying like, do as I say. Oh, oh. growing up, we would hear saying like what? Do as I say. Do as I say. Not as I do. Not as I do. I know I heard that one before. <laughs> do what I say, not, not what I do. Go ahead, what else? Or just because I say and do it doesn't mean that you can or should. Or just because... I say it and do it doesn't mean that you can or should. Oh, Come on, man. You you know your parents smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and they telling you, just because I'm smoking cigarettes, that don't mean you can. Are you kidding me? Like as soon as I turn 16, it's on and popping. <laughs> it might be before then. You know what I mean? That's the mentality that a child has. Because why? Because that's what they saw. They saw an image, I mean, whether it was a good image, whether it was a bad image, that was the image they saw. If, if, if some kids, when they seen their parents do drugs, guess what? They turned to that. Why? Because they, I don't care how much their parents said, don't want to end up like me. Guess what? You showed them something. You modeled something before them. And now they're doing it. And now we, it's important to understand, man, because we're in this relationship this blended family dynamic and wondering why things aren't as smooth as they can be because you still haven't identified things. You still haven't taken a look at why you do what you do. Why do you like what you like? Why do you respond the way you respond? Because you think it's just you, but I, I, come, to, I come to let you know tonight that it's not just you. That is not just, who told you that dumb stuff? It's not just you. You didn't just wake up to be like that. Some things you learned, some things were passed down you didn't even know about generations ago 
A grandparent was a certain way. A great grandparent was a certain way. And it just so happened that you picked that trait up. And I'm going to break this thing down a little, little deeper later on. Okay. Go ahead, sweetie. Um, as it were, as if that was going to stop us from doing or saying what we heard and saw. As it was what? As it was going to stop us. As it was going to stop us. Like really doing <laughs> and saying what we heard and saw. Like like, and listen, my parents were some hilarious people. <laughs> they had some interesting lives. Thank God that they were transformed. <laughs> Thank God that they didn't continue the lifestyle that they lived early on in life. But they were some interesting characters. And it was it's so funny because I, I, I remember um I was talking to uh, one of my one of my one of my daughters, and I was I was sharing this particular thing with her about my parents. And my my parents. They were the neighborhood go-to people. You define that. <laughs> they were the neighborhood go-to people. I mean, grass is always greener on the other side of our house. <laughs> Ooh, grass is always greener on the other side of our house. <laughs> and so they were the go-to people in the neighborhood. Well, guess what? As much as they tried to keep me from that lifestyle growing up, <laughs> I was the go-to guy in the neighborhood. Now, I wasn't the only go-to guy in the neighborhood, but I became the go-to guy in the neighborhood. And I was pretty good at being the go-to guy, too. But that was because years I've learned, I learned how to be that guy. I learned how to be the go-to guy, and nobody knew I was the go-to guy two years, sweetheart, and nobody didn't even know I was the go-to guy. How you gonna be the go-to guy in your neighborhood for two years and nobody know? That means you learned some stuff. You picked up some things that other people didn't pick up because I didn't learn from them. I learned from what was I saw in my house. I learned from the things that I was seeing in my house that allowed me to be that guy that nobody knew because I wasn't flashy. I wasn't flamboyant. I, I wasn't... I, only thing I had was a whole bunch of tennis shoes. <laughs> and most people didn't even know I had that because I didn't want that attention because I didn't see my parents give that type of attention. And so when you think that, watch this, those that knew me or those that know me back then knew me, they know that I was, I was, I used to get teased because I was going to school every day. The go-to guys in the neighborhood was teasing me because I was going to school every day, not knowing that I was the go-to when I came home. They just knew I was going to school every day. I, did, I, ain't, I didn't even have a car, did I, Chief? <laughs> I didn't even have a car, man. I wasn't bringing no attention to myself. I wasn't because I learned some things. My parents showed me some things. Now, they didn't teach me directly, but they taught me indirectly because they showed me how to do it and not bring attention to yourself. And so, again, I, I was that guy, man, that people would tease going to them guys. Man, look at him. He got the bag. He got a bag full of books and all this other stuff. I sure did, because I knew that I knew that there was always going to be an end to this, an end to this. And I wanted to put myself in a position that when that end came, I can transition. Because other people, when that end came, they had nothing to transition to. But I always wanted to put myself in a position to transition. And so I'm always caught and taught, man. And if you think that it's going to stop your children when it didn't stop you, then you sadly mistaken. <laughs> Books and football, man. That's it. That's it. I was going to play football and I was going to go to school. Go ahead, sweetie. No, no, I, I did So, so... I, you know, I talk about, I, I'm a musician, and most people don't even know that I love music. And one of my favorite artists was Prince. I, I just love the dude, man. Prince Prince was the dude. He was one of the most gifted musicians to ever live. Like, most of his music, he really played himself. Most people don't even know that about him. 
The dude could play every single instrument. There wasn't an instrument that he used that he couldn't play. And I'm talking about skillfully. <laughs> Those that knew him knew he was skillful with his instruments. But he had this song that is, is it was like one of my favorites, When Doves Cry. And, and it's funny because <laughs> I, I, when, I, when I think about the song, and I just today really looked at the lyrics. Mm. I really today just looked at the lyrics because you have a singer song and you think you're singing the right words <laughs> and you find out that some of the words you're saying just aren't right. And because those words aren't right, it changes the meaning of that song. <laughs> I thought about my my, uh, my buddy growing up. I had, I had I had a lot of brothers growing up. I mean, because I, I, I was a single child for ten years, everybody was family to me, and so I didn't I didn't have I didn't have friends. I had brothers, mm -hmm. and so I had two brothers. One was Willie, and one was Junju, <laughs> and Junju's name happened to be Bobby Brown. And so this dude never knew words the songs. Uh. <laughs> you know that one person that don't know any words, but he's always trying to sing. That was him. <laughs> this dude would sing a song, and you'd be like, Junjun, that ain't that's not how that go. <laughs> but and he's singing it loud. I'm talking about passionately, not saying the words correctly at all. Well, that's what I found out about this song. When doves cry, and so. Listen to the hook, guys. It says, how can you just leave me standing alone in a world so cold? And I never knew this dude was talking about relationships. Because mm -hmm. so many of us in a relationship and we feel like we all alone. We feel like we by ourselves. You can have a, a room full of people and you still feel alone. You still feel by yourself. You feel like nobody understands you. Nobody appreciates you. Nobody gets you. This, this is what this man was saying. How can you just leave me standing alone in a world so cold? Now, he was talking to a young lady, right. but it's still relationship. Regardless if it was whoever, there's some people that just feel all alone. You got people in blended families that, I mean, especially this dynamic, that feel all alone. I mean, it feel like it's just them. Nobody else but them. Now listen to this. This is what got me. He said, maybe I'm just like my father, too bold. Maybe no, maybe I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like my father, too bold. Now this is what got me today, babe. He took an opportunity to look back. He took an opportunity to look at his father mm -hmm. and look at some traits that his father had that maybe this was the reason why he was having an issue. Oh, come on, man. If Prince was smart enough to look back at some things and say, maybe this is the reason why I'm having issues, then why aren't we that smart? Why aren't you that smart to look back at your father and your mother and see some of the things that they did and understand that this just might be the reason why you're having an issue you're having now? That may be just the reason why you're having trouble in your relationships right now. Maybe you just like your father, too demanding. See, he already knew. And people that knew Prince, they say that dude was demanding. <laughs> he demanded. He de Listen, he was going to squeeze a nickel out of a rock. Well, how that saying goes, he was going to get it. Prince was going to get it because he was just that demanding. Then he said, maybe I'm just like my father too bold. He started identifying some things. Man, listen, this is why we sharing this identify some things. He started identifying some things and he said, you know what? Maybe I'm just like my father too bold, but this one blew me because I always thought he was talking about him, but watch this next line. He said, maybe you're just like my mother. I thought the dude, I was in June June land. <laughs> I thought the dude said, maybe I'm just like my mother. No, he said, maybe you're just like my mother. Now watch this. That blew my mind because it showed me that he had a perception of his mother. He had a perception of his mother. And that right there, sweetheart, is the, that, wow, man, that's when you get into the nitty gritty now. 
because too many people are fighting their relationship because somebody remind them of their parents. You remind me of my mother. You remind me of my father. You remind me of this person. You remind me of that person. And watch this. And it was clear that he didn't have a good perception of his mother. Because he said, maybe you just like my mother. What? She's never said. Hold on. She never satisfied. <laughs> That's what the dude told him. He said, maybe you just like my mother. She never satisfied. Where did he get that from? Where did that understanding come from? <laughs> that makes you home, don't it? Mm -hmm. It really does. Because here he is. He said, hold on. I'm going to talk about me. But then, hold on. Maybe it ain't just me. Maybe. Not. But this will blew me, though. She like your mom. <laughs> right. that's, that's your mother. But watch this. It was the but it was something about her that either reminded him of his mother or traits that she had that was similar to his mother. Something. Watch this. I can go with that, but I'll add to that. Sometimes growing up, when we have a bad perception of our parents, oh, that too. then we, we project that perception on others. And what I mean is that that whatever sex that is, that's who we. If your father was a no good, dirty, low down, foreign language type of dude, then guess what? All men in your sight the same way. If your mother was a certain way, all women in your sight the certain way. And that's what Prince was saying. He said, "Listen, nah, man, maybe you just like my mother." <laughs> She never satisfied. He did it from all different standpoints. He, he, he broke this thing down like I've, I've never really paid attention to the words the way I paid attention to them today. Because he didn't just look at himself. He didn't just look at what he knew was passed down to him. But then he projected an image of someone to someone else. That's like like... Growing up in, in an abusive household, and then you and your spouse have a heated argument. In your mind, you think abuse is inevitable. Why? Because those were the traits that you saw growing up. And so that person may not even be like that, but because you saw that growing up, immediately when something is similar to that, maybe you're just like my mother. She's never satisfied. <laughs> then listen to this, guys. He said, why do we scream at each other? This is this how I let you know what was going on. It was dysfunctional, man. Why? Because they never took the time to really identify things. They never took the time to deal with what they knew or what they knew they brought in. Never took that time, man. And when you don't take that time to deal with it, it's going to deal with you. If you don't deal with the situation, the situation is going to deal with you. It's like, it's like that. If you don't deal with that, that won't deal with you. <laughs> if you don't deal with bad credit, guess what? Bad credit going to deal with you because you're going to pay thousands of dollars more for something that you don't have to pay for. <laughs> In that same way, man, if you don't deal with those things that you have seen growing up and some things you haven't seen, but you think it's just you, ask questions. Some questions hard, man. Listen. My family, I ask questions because I want to know. <laughs> now, after I find out, I may not be particularly cool with what I found out, but listen, at least I know. At least I can identify some things that, that I may be dealing with or I may have dealt with. And now I can say, okay, that wasn't just me. That wasn't just me. He said, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. This type of dysfunction is what it sounds like when doves cry. And some of you guys right now that's watching us via Facebook, that's listening to us via radio and YouTube and all those different mediums, this is what it sounds like. All of that dysfunction, all of that that's going on is what it sounds like when doves, this is what Prince said. Prince said this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Things that have been passed on 
that we won't deal with, that we won't address, that we won't handle. This is what it sounds like. when. Because watch this. All of that that he described before brought them to why do we scream at each other? He could have just said, why do we scream at each other? Left it there. Why did he have to go back and look at the generation beforehand? He could have just talked about them. But he knew deep down inside that there was more to it than just him. And I'm telling you right now, there's more to this thing than just you. It's more to it than just you. That that argumentative person, that mean person, that uh, uncaring person, that that person, that's not just that's not you. That was passed down. You you learned that. You even you even heard it or you learned it. One of the two. But you can change it though. But you can change it. And we can get there. We can change it. Go to the next next point, babe. Just like there are physical family traits. Listen to this, guys. This is where that change starts right here. Go ahead. So just like there are physical family traits, common ones, such as earlobe attachment, eye color, freckles, hairline shape, hair texture, male pattern, baldness, <laughs> or right-handedness, hand or unique ones such as clefts and dimples, twins or hitchhiker's thumb. Um, they're all learned family traits as well. Hey, Lainey, how you watching this? <laughs> you, you funny. <laughs> Go ahead, sweet. Uh, they are all learned family traits as well. Then there are learned family traits such as fear, smoking, fighting, cussing, exercising, obesity, drinking, saving, saving, tattoos. I mean, go on and on. Go on and on. And these can be passed down through families as well because children will model the behaviors of the most important adults in their lives. They aren't definitely they aren't definitely passed on, but could be. That's right. They aren't definitely passed on, but could be. They aren't definitely. What you what you experienced growing up doesn't have to come to you. And you don't have to take them on. But you could, and it could be. And so, and it's important because we talk about, we're talking about behaviors. But listen, guys, if you can look at a picture and you can say, yeah, yeah, that's 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 my that's my father because. We got the same nose. We got the same eyes. We got the same ears. If you can look at a picture and, and, and you can say, oh, yeah, that's my mother because, you know, we, we, we both got freckles. Freckles in our family. <laughs> or or, or y'all got that hairline that's way back here. <laughs> that, or, or, or that male pattern baldness at George Jefferson. All the men in your family got the George Jefferson. Or, 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 or right handed or left handedness. There are some families that, man, listen, a whole lot of left handed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah that's what I said. <laughs> mm -hmm. Left handedness, right handedness. And then you got ones like, uh, um, you know, family that smoke. Everybody in the family smoke. Everybody fearful of something. Everybody fight. I mean, you, there, there are some families, man, they know them for fighting. Especially when we grew up, Chief, it was some family that was known for fighting. Them <laughs> jokes was known, known for fighting. Drinking, cussing. Then you got the ones that's known for exercising, being physically fit, daddy fit, mama fit, kids fit. That's that's that was a rarity for us growing up, but there was some. Then you you know, obesity. You ain't listen, you weren't born fat. <laughs> Who told you that lie? Because fat babies normally grow up to be skinny. Well, some babies is born fat, though. So no, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, obese, when he's saying, what people say. <laughs> yeah, some babies born fat. Leave me alone. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. No, because some people say, you know, I was born. No, you, you was born into a family that had bad eating habits that you picked up on. Had they had better eating habits, you would not be as large as you are, plain and simple. If they would tell you no, you just wouldn't be eating that all the time. But because they didn't, because they were, you didn't. And so that, that <laughs> uh, 
funny, funny girl. <laughs> uh, saving. You got some family. Listen, it's it's like right here, man. She is a. She not a. She's not a spender, but she can spend. She's more of a saver, but she's more uh, just financially responsible. Let me say that. She's more financially responsible. And, and, and she don't believe in no, no, no bad credit either. <laughs> but we got, but one of our daughters is, I just, I just like that though. I mean, this girl, like, she just like that in her spending habits. And when I, when I, when I see her, I just think about my wife. I'm like, hey, that, that's your mama right there. <laughs> That's learned, and I don't even know if you sat down with her. It this is this is why I'm telling you guys that more is caught than talk. Because I'm not sure if you had that conversation growing up. I don't know. And if you gotta think about it, possibly not. Not like to that degree. To that degree. Yeah, to that degree. But she's living it to that degree. But that had to be something that she saw. She picked that up. Was like, hold on, my mama like this, and my mama can whatever. So I'm gonna be the same way, so I can be whatever. More is caught than taught, and so again, like we said, these can be passed down through families as well, because children model the behaviors of the most important adults in their lives. Mm -hmm. You modeled the behaviors of the most important people in your life. You modeled that. There are some things that men do that they do because they saw their father do it. There are some things that women do that they do because they saw their mother do it. And vice versa, because those were the most important people. It's like keeping a car clean. Who keeping their car clean, babe? I'm talking, I'm just saying, who keeping their car clean? We both do. See, man, don't you hate somebody <laughs> don't just want to give you what's supposed to be We yours? both do. No, but I'm saying, I will go out there. It's, it's, it's not a knock. See? No, because no, yeah, I've always kept of, my car clean even before before. Okay, before, but, before but, okay but 24 but years now. before you, but I did that because that's what my daddy did. Okay. And so you come back to say you keep, you keep the car clean because that's what you did when you, yeah. Okay, that's that's what I wanted to hear. So anyway, get back to it. I forgot this about you. <laughs> no, it's just about the truth. You ain't getting up on Saturdays doing that. I do it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> laugh, Lainey, laugh. <laughs> no, but, but I, I say that to say, but that's the way I was raised. Every Saturday, I had to go out and wash the vehicles. Every it, it was it, it wasn't even a question of me going to wash the cars. It was something, and my neighbors, man, they are hilarious because they be like, can I pull up next? <laughs> they already know it's routine. Like, dude, like you're gonna, you're gonna wash the paint off of that thing <laughs> because I was just raised to have a clean vehicle. I, I mean, I just, it's just something about, even even our house, we we both that way. Even the house, it's like, man, listen, it, it, you could come over our house right now, guess what, it's clean. Now, it can be a little dirty to us because we're the ones that clean it. But we have not in 24 years had someone come to our house and like, oh, that house dirty. Because <laughs> it's been it's been far clean above people that we know. We're just those type of individuals. And so that's something that was learned. We had to do that growing up. My father would do the white glove test. <laughs> this dude, like when he get home from work, I mean, he I always wanted to be serving the military, but he didn't. But he was that type of dude that would do the white glove test to make sure there was no dust on her. And we had all wood furniture. Like, dude, like, get something besides wood. <laughs> Everything was wood in the house. But that was just how he rolled. We do what, baby? We live and die by the choices we make. We live and die by the choices we make. Listen, guys, that can be a long life and a long death as well. Or a short life and a short death. We live and die by the choices we make. What do you mean by long life and long death? 
You could be in a miserable relationship for years, man, because you won't look at those generational choices. You won't look at those things that presented themselves to you that came from the previous generation that you still won't deal with, that you won't address, that you won't bring to light. You don't look at those things. And read, read the course we are. We need to teach the next. Oh. <laughs> okay. yeah. We need to teach the next generation of children that they are responsible for their lives. Mm -hmm. Mankind's greatest gift, also its greatest curse, is that we have free choice. We can make choices built from love or from fear. Listen, this lady name was Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. She said, we need to teach the next generation of children that they are, re that they are responsible for their lives. You're responsible for your life. That's why we're sharing this because you're responsible for your life, man. It's time to identify some things. It's time to bring some things to life, man, because if you don't, guess what? The next generation is going to suffer because of it. They're going to deal with because you don't deal with it. It's just going to pass down. And if you don't think it is, look at your life right now. There are generations of successful people and there are generations of unsuccessful people. Why? Because it's passed down. Now, there are people that have broken that mold. Guess what? That's why we're here this, so you can break the mold. But until you do, because they had to come to a point where they identified, I don't want to live like my predecessors. I don't want to live like my parents live. I don't want to struggle like my grandparents. I don't want to have this in my life like they had in their life. They made a decision. We're telling you, you have to make a decision. She said, mankind's greatest gift is also his greatest curse. And that is the fact that we have free choice. We have free choice. We can make choices built from love or from fear. Choose you this day. What's going to be your decision making? Is it going to be love or is it going to be fear? Are you going to make decisions based on love to change the trajectory of your family, to change the direction of your family, to change the mold of your family? Are you going to keep operating in fear because you're afraid of the change that's inevitable? You're afraid of the change that's necessary. You know, it, 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 it amazes me how, because I could talk about this because I, I was obese at one time in my life, how obesity and people dealing with obesity say they're afraid to die, but you're not afraid to change. You ain't afraid to die then. You're lying. Because I've been that person. So I know you're not afraid to die. If, if, if that fear or if that situation isn't prompting change, you're not afraid of that situation. How do I know? Because I grew up in an area where bullets was flying over my head. I was not afraid. I wasn't afraid to go outside. I wasn't afraid to walk down the street with bullets flying over my head. So I know fear. I know what fear is about. And if you're still doing that, you're not afraid. So if you're still in a doing things in your life and in your family that's detrimental to it and you don't, you don't want to change, then there's no fear of that. What you heal, read that last point, baby. We're going to close with that. What you heal in yourself, you heal in your family line. What you heal in yourself, you heal in your family line. Man, this is this. Listen, we're coming to a close. What you healing yourself, you healing your family line. You want you want your family to be prosperous, then heal debt. You want your family to be loving, then heal hatred. Heal unforgiveness. Heal all those things, man, that's been slowing you down. Because what you healing yourself, you're healing your family line. The buck stops here. The buck stops here. Listen, we're out of time, but we're not out of message. We thank you for tuning in to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. We pray that what we shared has been a blessing, man, that it's been thought-provoking, that you would take this opportunity in your life and that you will either recognize so that you don't have to reckon with, that you will recognize so that, so that, so that you do not have to reckon with. And so, sweetheart, how can they reach us? 
You guys have a wonderful night and we love you too. You can reach us via email at weareablendedfamily at gmail.com or our website in theblenderministries.com. And don't forget to turn it, tune in on Thursday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. on WJMS Radio. You can also catch us on YouTube, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of these social media outlets. And until next time, bye guys. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman on WJMS Radio. And listen to them more on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Be sure to keep up with them on their website, www.intheblenderministries.com, or contact them via email at weareablendedfamily at gmail.com.